Show. Today we're going to be talking about uh, <laughs> Bud's house and more. I got a whole lot in store for you, so uh, yeah, check it out. Welcome to the JB and I show. I am your host, Isaac the Fire Hunk Middleton. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Well, a lot of things going on today. Uh, one of the main things I wanted to talk about is let everybody know who I am, who I be. <laughs> okay, my name is Isaac Isaac M. I am a singer, songwriter, uh, producer. Uh, artist, um, actor, uh, podcaster, as you can see here. Hello to all my podcast people out there. What's up? <laughs> uh, motivational uh, speaker and uh, all of that. You know, I got a lot of accolades. Um, I have several albums that came out over the years. Um, I try to put out music. At least once or twice every other year, depending on what's going on. Um, my primary uh, focus right now is just to continue to produce stuff uh, such as music and YouTube videos and such like that. I'm a YouTuber as well. The I-M-E-Y-T-C, baby. The I Middleton Entertainment YouTube channel. <laughs> and... And um, I started the JBNI show uh, several years ago as a student um, program, uh, a filmmaker program, and I just continued it on. Uh, it went through several changes over the years, and uh, I'm just, you know, happy with it and happy that you guys are rocking with me and supporting me and stuff like that. Thank you so much for your support. Um so I, I started my career in uh, my singing career. I've been singing all my life, honestly. Um, started singing in the church, you know, grew up in the church and all that. So, you know, that's a big thing for me. Um, I really started getting into my music uh, when I was in uh, Virginia and went from Virginia to uh California <laughs> and while I was in California decided to do some acting and such like that and did some modeling as well did some <laughs> dancing also I, I did a lot you know and um 
was a part of several singing groups, dancing groups, you know, and uh, just, you know, just grew over time. Uh, was never, I never made it to, you know, A-list or even B-list status, you know, but I did okay for, you know, for me, you know, and um, I think a lot of it had to do with marketing or the lack of marketing because um, even today, a lot of people listen to my music and they're like, wow, this is actually pretty good, you know. And I'm like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I do. I love you guys' feedback. And I love hearing from you all. And I always try to make improvements and, and adjustments, you know, based off of you guys' suggestions and such. So that I can give you quality that you guys enjoy and love to listen to and all of that. I do that across the board, you know. And so I've done that forever in a day. I've been, I performed all all over California. I've performed um, several different places around the world. I performed um, singing, I sung in, I was in Australia. We had a sold out house in Australia. I, I was one, I was one of the main uh, groups that was there. I'm not a group, but I was one of the main singers, uh, performers that was there on that in Australia. They had uh, five stages and they had 10 dressing rooms it was it was wild i loved it it was awesome they treated us like gold there i will definitely go back there in a heartbeat and and it was just great to see the crowd like loving my music singing along with me you know they they knew my songs and that made me feel so good it was it was just a wonderful feeling uh to perform live in front of everyone and have everyone to enjoy my music and such it was just a wonderful feeling and everything um i did go uh transition from singing to acting and it took me a while uh but i got became a sag uh after a member i've been a member for some years now and um just just keep just keep pushing you know just keep pushing and you know, it's it's always a great feeling for people to recognize me and ask me about, you know, my songs, my my podcast, my, you know, my YouTube channel, my my my, um, you know, my things I got going on. You know what I'm saying? It feels good to do to talk and share with people and, and such like that. So um, I've been doing it. I, I love fitness i love doing motivational videos and and one of the things i always try to do which i'm not always successful in is i always want to put out motivational videos to encourage people regardless of how i'm feeling personally i could be having a bad day a bad week a bad year <laughs> but i want to put it out there so that i can encourage people and, and just motivate people to do things to pursue their dream whether it's Finishing their college degree or finishing their high school degree, um, high school diploma, um, their their GED, high school equivalency, you know, their certification, you know, getting that grad, you know, the, the you know college grad, uh, uh, undergrad, uh, graduate degree, master's, doctorate, you know, whatever you want to do. I want to encourage people to do that, you know. And even if you want to do some business, you know, want to create your own business, you know, 
and and just go out there and give it a go i want to encourage people to do that you know now st- statistically speaking businesses fail 95 percent of new businesses fail within the first five years and that's just being honest the st- stat speaking you know statistically speaking but giving up giving out a, a good try getting getting out there and giving it a go there's nothing wrong with that give it a try push yourself and and do it and then um, one of the other things I always encourage people is the fitness. You don't have to try to be like young Arnold Schwarzenegger and 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 you know slim good body and all this other stuff. You know, um, people bodies are different, DNA is different, and people eating habits are different. You know, people's psyche is different. So, um, but that don't mean that you can't be the best version of yourself. Okay. You can lose that weight, you know, gain that weight, chisel up, tone up, you know, uh, bulk up, whatever you choose to do, you know, or you could just, if you just want to be a little bit more healthier, have a little bit more energy at the end of the day, that's something that you can do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you can really do. And it's up to you to do it. You know, you can hire a personal trainer that will encourage you, that will motivate you, that will do your plan for you. It's your plan of what you want to do and such like that. But at the end of the day, the decision falls squarely on your shoulders. The success or failure falls on you because it's your decision and it's up to you. Will you stumble a little bit? Will you have the, the day where you're like, you know what? I just want to go out and get some McDonald's. <laughs> we all have those days, all right? You don't quit and then continue to binge eat for the rest of the, the, the freaking week. No. What you got to do is gird up and just, you know, okay, yeah, I messed up. I was supposed to, my fast food day is supposed to be Saturday. I had my fast food day, my fast food day on, on Wednesday. <laughs> Continue to go, continue to go to the gym. I say the gym because I'm using that as an analogy to just continue to work out, do your calisthenics, you know, do your exercises, do your run, your jog, your hiking, whatever it is that you do to get in the shape that you want to get in, you know, because um, everybody don't go to the gym. I say the gym because I go to the gym. That's just my thing. But everybody don't go to the gym. Some people go out to the beach and just go jogging. Some people go to the beach and go walking. Some people jog down the street, run the trail. I mean, the the, the bicycle, the, the possibilities are endless. Is what motivate you? What do you enjoy? Some people play basketball, and they stay in shape by playing basketball. I've seen people play basketball practically all day. They take breaks, water, Gatorade or whatever, but they're like on the court for hours, you know, and they're, they're, they're actually pretty good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they utilize that to get in shape, you know, and and I, I commend them. I commend you all, you know, for just getting out there and trying, you know, and doing it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to encourage you guys to do that, you know, whether it's fitness motivation, regular motivation, you know, uh, just to encourage you in general. And then I talk about movies, TV shows, video games, all of that in my podcast, because I want you guys to 
enjoy the commentary from me and you can ask your question as you have been doing ask your questions i answer it i might even answer it on the show you know and if you okay with it i even mention your name give you a shout out you know what i'm saying all of that you know what i'm saying so I just uh, wanted to give you guys a little backdrop about me so that you know exactly who I am. And, you know, no, I'm not this big A-lister, B-lister, C-lister for that matter. I I think I'm well in the range of maybe D or F. (laughs) If it goes that low, you know what I'm saying? Uh, It was that microscopic dude over there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I, I love you guys. I thank you for your support. I appreciate all of my supporters and everything like that. And I'm going to go more into myself uh, if you want to hear more. And, um, yeah, I do uh, some vlogs every once in a while so I can put it out there for you, like my weight loss journey. It's been, I've, I've struggled with my weight all my life. I'm not going to go into a tangent into all of that, but you know, that's part of my motivation for encouraging you because I also encourage myself encourage myself at the same time. Okay. So selfishly speaking, <laughs> when I motivate you, I motivate me. All right. So, you know, uh, just continue to gird up because not everybody want to do it. You know, whether it is working out, losing weight, gaining weight, bulking up, chiseling up, finishing that college degree, starting that business, finishing your high school equivalency, getting your certifications, getting your certification and stuff like that. You know, everybody's don't have that motivation. Some people might say it to their face turn blue, purple and yellow and red and orange or whatever, but they're never going to go out there and actually do it. They're just going to keep talking. You know, and and no no amount of motivation can push them to do it because they're only doing lip service. And but I want to encourage those people who want to do it and who's going to do it. They might need that little bit, you know. Here you go, a little bit of chef, you know, a little bit of push <laughs> to to get them out there to do it. Okay. And, you know, as always, you know, seek your doctor's opinion. I've talked to doctors. I appreciate them so much. They work so hard. And I'm just one of many people that they see throughout the course of the day. And they tell me, like, you know what? Hey, Isaac, you know, you got to lose some weight, man. You're a little chunky, brother. You know, uh, you, you're carrying around 60 pounds, man. You, that you don't need to be carrying. So drop, drop some of that drop some of that weight man you you're just gonna live longer and and feel better (laughs) and i appreciate that so he gave me the green light to work out okay (laughs) so i'm going out there in the gym and i'm doing my thing and and so i want to encourage you to do the same thing you know you might have a physical uh uh impediment that might prevent you from doing the level of workout that you may want to do but the doctor might give you other aspects of stuff that you can do you know that the body is amazing okay so just continue to keep on keeping on continue to gird up and do your thing buddy (laughs) i believe in you you know and i'm going to keep on pushing out motivational stuff to you i'm going to keep on you know um fitness motivation regular motivation i'll tell you guys where i'm at in my fitness uh thing a matter of fact i might even do a segment in this podcast here I, i'm still thinking about it 
<laughs> but yeah, so and I always talk about it because that also encourages me as well by encouraging you guys and then hearing you guys talk to me and be like, yo, thank you for the encouragement, man. I really appreciate it. Okay. So, you know, just continue, continue to do your thing, continue to stay focused. You know, if you have to write it down, write it down, post it on a wall, put it in a book, whatever you need to do. To remind yourself that you're awesome. You're awesome because you're here. You're here because you're awesome. And you're awesome because you can do it. <laughs> All night long. No, I'm playing. Uh, so, yeah. So, just continue to stay motivated and keep smiling. Find a reason to smile. And, yeah. You get it done. Get it done. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, coming up next is two guys who know their stuff about sports. Um, it's a great honor to be able to work with these two gentlemen. And I learned so much in regards to sports just listening to these guys just talk casually. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, with no further ado, I'm going to bring to you guys uh, the Sports Bag Bros. That's Trav and Bias. <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> what up, guys? We ain't go. Face this what? Last time I come to Indiana. I'm Say again. Like, I said last time we talked face to face is when I was in Indiana. When I come to see you. Oh well, yeah, you came stay with me years that ago. That's yeah, when that you like gray on your face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a very memorable weekend. Yeah, for real. I, for I, real. I won't, I I won't tell the story that. That makes everybody laugh. I told oh, you. Oh man, don't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm still in recovery from that, man. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us, man. Oh, you yeah, know, this is a topic um, people will argue it forever, but yeah. we will try to put it to bed. Okay. Shoot, we'll be the first of how many people try to put this to bed. As soon as we put it to bed, somebody's going to resuscitate it. Oh, yeah. Nothing there. Nothing dies, man. Everything stays awake, man. Yeah, but either way, this is the Sports Whoa. Bag Bros Podcast. It's Wednesday. And as we typically do on a Wednesday, probably not every Wednesday, we do come out with a topic that we want to kind of just zone in on, mm-hmm. get some opinions. This time we have more than just biases, <clears throat> in my opinion. We have someone else here, as you can see. So it's on. And the topic, of course, mm-hmm. is the topic that almost everyone talked about at some point or another. It's almost like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Who's the greatest? Who's better? Hey, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Let's let, let's let him uh, introduce himself a little bit. All right. It is Bosco from the Bronx, DJ, producer. <laughs> I'm all about 100 yeah. podcasts. So I try to slip this one in. Cause I go on like right after I get out of here on Streamyard. Uh, yeah, well, this the man that taught me how to trash talk. I learned everything from him, and I've been doing it since. Man, it's been like twenty years now, twenty something years. Man, so, body put somebody in the crosshairs. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 yeah, I used to talk, but he, he's the only guy that that got me. He taught me the game of smack. Man. That's the thing. <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate that, man. I'm, but I'm the you know, son of the God right there. You know? <laughs> there's some people who know how to do it and many yeah, who do yeah, not know how down. to do it. Yeah. And you you know how to do it too, my brother. How about you? You, you taught me, homie. <laughs> yeah, part uh, of I, I think it's been since 1999. Whenever, it's been a while, man. Since the, the night of the first Barrera-Morales fight. Yeah, That's 24 when, years. 
Man, that's a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. Those dudes fought that long ago. God. Yeah, it's been a while. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. You go first, Bosco. You're our guest. Yeah, um, I guess I still got to go with Jordan. Um, and for anyone say, nah, I'm a Jordan, da-da-da. I couldn't stand Jordan. I'm a Knicks fan. A Knicks fan. Right. So I'm telling you, Jordan's the GOAT. It's a lot of reasons. People say, well, LeBron won championships with three different teams. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. They say, well, Jordan had Pippen. LeBron had Wade. He had Allen. He had Bosch. He had Kyrie. We can go down a lot of people he had. So mm -hmm. many people. Well, he didn't have a coach like Phil Jackson. When Phil Jackson became a coach of the Chicago Bulls, you know what his record was? Zero. 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 No experience that head coach in the NBA. Maybe the, that old league. I forgot the continent. I can't remember what it CBA. was. CBA. Never the NBA coach. So LeBron had experienced coach. They may not be as great, but he could have elevated those coaches to be great. Jordan, what Jackson did for Jordan was like, chill. We can do this together. Put the triangle in. Let's roll. LeBron could have had that, but LeBron wanted to manipulate teams to where he had this. He, had, he if he would have impressed me, his I say his best achievement was taking that 2017 to the title. You know, yes. that's his no best because he carried that team. Yes. Other than that, he went to Miami because Boston was whooping that ass every year. He couldn't yeah. get past Boston. He that's couldn't right. get past that Orlando team. They were 66 wins. 61 wins, but he couldn't get back past those two teams. He went to Miami, and still, they were down 3-2. Bosch was out. Had Bosch not come back for game six, Boston would have beat Miami. That's the year that Miami went to the title and got whooped by the uh, the Mavericks. Come back the next year, they won against a young Oklahoma uh, – uh, I'm about to say okay, Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> <Third> <laughs> team. Then they, then they beat – um, uh, San Francisco. Uh, I got football on my mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> then they beat uh, San Antonio with the help of who hit that shot. They beat San Antonio. Duncan missed that, that gimme. And Allen hit that shot. Got him there. But the next year they got throttled. He ran to Cleveland. They said, oh, well, da -da -da. he went there. Kyrie was there. But when he got there, he shuffled a whole bunch of people out. Born in Iman Shumpert. J.R. Smith, Kevin Love, all these people coming in. Kevin Love was James Jones followed him. James Jones. <laughs> like Kevin Love, and let's talk about it. Sean Marion's on that team sitting on the bench. Sure so right. he fought a 2020 yeah. player in Kevin Love in. They beat – well, they lost, in fact. But Kyrie got hurt. Well, what if Kyrie didn't get hurt? Well, see, Kyrie was the key. Because what did he win in Cleveland without Kyrie? Nothing. He lost four games to one, and he got swept without Kyrie. Kyrie's averaged like 30 plus games in that one title that they got given because they got rid of Draymond Green. Otherwise, that thing ends in five games. Jordan never went to a seventh game. Never. <clears throat> never but and now, the last games, he ended them. Series over. Now, does Jordan win without Pippen, Rodman, Kerr, mm -hmm. and the players that he had? Mm -hmm. I don't think he wins without those guys. All of these players eventually need other players. That's going Nobody to wins a championship. It's a team yeah, sport. I agree. I agree. It's a team it's sport. Team. We look at all these things that LeBron did. Now, I'm not neither here nor there with either one of them. We walk, you know, I'm a Bronx guy too. Nick fan all the way as well. Absolutely. You're, you're the Bronx guy? I'm a Bronx guy. Bronx guy here, man. Come on. Right here, right here, yo. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the Evander. 
Yvette, that was the truth, man. <laughs> no, man, we no, we like right down the street from each other. All right? Man, oh, shoot, no. that's how it was, yo. <laughs> Dude, gun your roll, man. Come on, man. Hey, T.I. Hey. right on the corner. I know. You down there? Oh, man, I don't know how we do this little comeback there. We're supposed to be like, bro. <laughs> you know, in fact, I was about to miss a Casey Dash who played football for Yvette back in the day. Right, is that? Butter back. <laughs> I played against him in Semi Pro, man. The dude was still nice. That's what's up. Bro, <laughs> no. we we done, we done connected right here. Yeah, man. I know. I, <laughs> the is back in, guys. Yeah, the back, back in. in. But, you know, we talked about what LeBron had done. He had gone to these different teams and he played with these different players. Damn sure, all star players, Hall of Fame players, in order to help him get championships. Jordan had championship and all star players with him as well. He won his championship. The culture change is what happened with LeBron. That's the difference between the two because we got into an era where the culture was everyone decided to get a big three to win a championship. I think it really started with – I don't. I'm not going to go back and say it was Jordan who had done that kind of thing. I think it was really Boston that had done it, you know, with the big three. And then that culture is what ushered in what LeBron eventually starts doing. It's acceptable. Back then we hear people talk about Isaiah Thomas. I'd have never gone there. You hear Larry Bird, I would never go to L.A. Magic saying, I would never go to Boston. All these guys, you can believe them, too. They never would have gone because they were that competitive. And they won with the guys they had. They ran with it. But the culture was different back then because you can't tell me that if the opportunity was there for Jordan as it was for LeBron, as the culture change happened, Jordan would have taken the opportunity to win even more rings. How do I know that? He did it in his career with the Chicago Bulls. He left. And then he went to the Washington Bulls. Uh, Washington why, why did he leave, though? Oh, he, 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 he leave because he, he was Jerry Crouch. Crouch. Jerry Crouch. I mean, the point he is, is that. And they broke the team. He's like. And, and, and that's he, true. He came back. He was he was in the owner. He came out of the suite. Exactly. And, and that's true. Right? Not like he just left the Bulls and said, oh, I'm going to Washington. No, he was if he wanted to play for a winner, he would not have gone to Washington. I wouldn't have went to Washington. Well, he, was, he was supposed to come out and decide to come back from playing basketball, but 9-11 happened, and he had pushed it off. And then eventually, you know, he came back. But the point is, is that when you say and you're sticking with that culture from back in the day, which was true and blue, when someone said, I'm never going to go to the, if you are a Chicago Bull, you're never going to go to probably Indiana. Or if you're a LA Laker, you're never going to go to the Celtics. And you could believe that and that was it. There was no reason rhyme or whatever. You would have tolerated the nonsense you did as they did, as Scottie Pippen did with the Bulls. He stayed. Even though all the nonsense was going on, he stayed with the crappy contract and everything, all the BS, he still stayed. And then, so that's the culture from back then. If they're in this era, I think they do a lot of the same. And we've seen it now on steroids where everybody's doing the same thing. And I don't believe LeBron James started it all. It still started no, with he just started. the Celtics. Yeah, I don't think he started it, but I think that attributes to his winning. Um, and and we talk about the GOAT, I say, um, who had more of effect on their team? Okay, they say, well, Cleveland, when LeBron left, Cleveland fell apart, but they forgot the rest of three more players left from that starting team. Mm -hmm. And they fired the coach. So it wasn't all about LeBron leaving. When he left Miami, oh, Miami became a dumpster fire, but also Wade and uh, Bosch played a third of the season. Also was going with uh, Ray Allen and um, the kid from uh, Kansas, uh, Chalmers. They were all gone. Mario 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 they were all gone. Charles, yeah. Yeah. So they say, well, he left. No, no. That whole five was gone. When he went to LA, he had to bring in Dwight Howard, Rajon Wando, 
uh, AD brought all these guys in. Now, did he bring them in? I know people like to act like they're in the GM's position and they want to say that LeBron asked them to come or he made them come. I think the GM put players around him yeah. that would help him win the championship. I yeah, but he, he made it known that he, that's what he wanted. Yeah, there's no doubt LeBron had an influence. Oh, no, yeah, 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 he made yeah. me know that's what he wanted. Yeah, look, yeah. when you're a star player like that, you're going to get some some leverage in the discussions. You know, well, even Eric Michael did it. Before. Michael did it. Michael asked for help for years. Years. And he eventually had gotten help. But he got his help organically. But he had, he, had to, he had to bring Pippin up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pippin? Pippin was an all-star, and then, and then they joined. They say when Pippin got there, Pippin was a snot-nosed rookie. Horace Grant was a snot-nosed rookie. Yes. He had to build those guys up. build those guys to where Kyrie was was reckless, but the guy had game. AD had game. Kevin Love had all these guys already had game. Ray Allen, Hall of Fame had. But you think Kevin Love was doing the way down though when he got there? But he was Kevin Love was on the way down. On the way down. But he he cut his game down to fit LeBron's game. See, all these guys he brought in had game. Now I say the second time they uh, Chicago won a three peat, got that many second three peat. Okay, Rodney came in, Kuko. They had a whole you know guys who were more seasoned. But that first three peat, he had to bring them guys up. Bill Winnington. Can nobody who Bill Winnington? Bill Winnington. <laughs> Bill Winnington would be at the end of the and you guys know Cartwright being Knicks fans. He was going to care of Patrick Ewan coming in. They would be at the end of the bench on any of LeBron's team. But LeBron, but Jordan bought those guys. They say what they say LeBron made players better. If they did when he took time, when he left those teams, they'd have still been balling when uh Jordan retired. That Chicago team still went to the playoffs. They got beat. But when he came back, what did they do? He had half the season, came back full season. They won. LeBron sits out. The teams fall apart. That's not making it. Does that say a lot about the players that were brought in and they did have that talent and it was tapped into and they Mm -hmm. were those high-level Hall Mm -hmm. of Fame players, which they were, and they Mm should have gone to the playoffs and moved forward in the playoffs Mm -hmm. as they did, still didn't win a championship. That missing cog was arguably the greatest player of all time. I mean, that's right. not going to change that game. But they say he made his teammates better. If he did when he was gone, they would have improved. But they didn't improve. But they say, well. They made him better while he was on the court. I think on the court. That Bulls team. That like, that's like me telling team. my son. That's like me teaching my son his one, his eight, but he's, a, he's an adult now. Team, okay, this is how you one plus one, two plus, da, 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 da. But when I leave and he go to school, he failed. What did that, I teach him? I teach no, him I'm thinking that is when you talk about a player that makes a team better, Especially in basketball, when it's such an individual team sport, you can have guys. You know, you can have that cog there that people just play and rally around, and they know when it comes down to crunch time, that star player is going to be the one to make the move, and that's the reason why they're going to win. But while he's out there, you know, they're doing their part, playing their role, knowing that he's the one that's going to be the closer. But what happened? Well, what happened when they played against Golden State that last series when they got swept? Oh, they got swept. I mean. That's gonna happen, man. You keep going to the right. game over and over and over. What happen. happened? To, what happened the first time they played Cleveland? He what? It got me four to one. Yeah, the I mean, the point is, LeBron, first of all, look how young he was when they first got there. In the first time they played Cleveland, I mean, he was a young dude coming out. He was still what was he? Twenty two? Eighth year? Seventh year? That Joy was seventeen. He won a title. No, yeah, Kobe wasn't doing a damn thing in that game. It was oh, Shaq no, 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 dominated. Shaq absolutely dominated. They both Kobe had, you know, not to take anything away from Kobe, but Kobe became a super duper star trying to prove that Shaq wasn't the reason why he had won. 
and you know, and, and his work ethic, et cetera, et cetera. He, Nothing. And, as Kobe said, five's more than four. So five, five more than four. But Bill Russell made it the king of all. It's six so more than two. It. I'm just I mean, saying. King of all. You're talking about you're talking Shaq and Kobe. Kobe did. He accomplished what he wanted to do. Oh yeah, more he, did. he also needed he did. Shaq to get to where he was going. Oh, he five, okay. They needed each other. But yeah, but when Shaq retired, he still took that team to a three. To, to he three. did, and he also had other players in that team too. But look how, like you said, we're gonna use the argument, Young. How old was um? Oh, I'm thinking of his name, Lamar Odom. He was a cast out. Oh, Lamar Odom. <laughs> Paul Gasol. He was young. Yeah, he was young. He was, the only veteran he had on the team, real veteran, was um Fisher. Oh, I'm not but taking it from Kobe. Kobe earned it. Kobe earned what he had, especially later on in his career. I'm just saying, it was Shaq that was the dominant. Yeah, force really, back in. Okay. He, he was three two, so you couldn't really expect him to carry a team for a championship. And he needed to be that that Robin to the Batman, which was Shaquille O'Neal at that time. And ultimately, Kobe turned out to be Kobe. I wonder why the argument is never really Kobe and LeBron, at least. Rather than MJ. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because of LeBron's fans. And that's the reason why oh we're having God, this conversation. <laughs> LeBron fans are so insecure. They're going to grab this little thing. This is why LeBron's the GOAT. They're going to grab this thing. This is why LeBron's the GOAT. They'll say LeBron's the only player to ever dive into the crowd, save the ball while wearing the headband, come yeah. down and dunk the ball. Yeah. Who cares? I'm, that's how ridiculous the things they say is. Did you win? And so Did my thing win? is, they are so insecure. Who are they trying to convince LeBron's to go? Other people or themselves? Right. Tell me, I say they're all the greatest. Like I, I, I'm, I'm putting the uh, Jordan up there. My actual goal was Kareem, but in the argument, I put Jordan, and I say they were all great in their eras. You know why LeBron gets to hate? It's not, I mean, yeah, hit the flopping and stuff, and that gets on my nerves. Sure, but you know bro. what? You know what LeBron is all hate? It ain't so much him, it's his fan. The fan yeah, shit on the game. The they shit on all the veterans. They shit on the game. Like I, I talked to a couple of days. They didn't even Michael uh, Michael Cooper spoke about how LeBron was seen at the end of the bench. They was like, they didn't like who is this guy? They don't even know who Michael Cooper was. LeBron fans don't know nothing. <laughs> we don't know shit. I don't well, come know. on, look at the fans you have, man. These are dudes that just started watching basketball three or four. They don't years know ago. nothing, and they talk, 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 talk. I'm like, do y'all? That, that's what kills me about the argument about yeah. Pippen. Pippen went to Jordan. Jordan went to Pippen. Pippen was there what three or four years before they won, and Pippen's still in the playoffs. He didn't average more than nine points a game. Yeah, I know. But Pippen, you know, he's one of those. Let, like, yes. let me just say this because he. Bosco said he thinks Michael's the GOAT. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not going to say Michael's the GOAT, but I'll tell you why he's greater than LeBron. Hmm. People feared Michael. People were scared. And when when they weren't scared, they learned to be scared. You can can ask Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. (laughs) I mean, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. (laughs) But... I, I gassing up Jr. Man, kill that dude, kill that dude, man. The greatest story ever told. And, and, and then next thing you know, he's apologizes on the bed. My bad, my, my bad, 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 bad. And he With never, he never talks junk to Michael again. <laughs> LeBron at the free throw line in the finals against the Spurs. Here's the buzzer. Turns around and looks, sees Kawhi. He's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. He's scared of Kawhi Leonard, the goat. <laughs> he's not the goat if you're scared of Kawhi Leonard. 
Okay, you got a first-hand experience of the Sports Bag Bros. You can find them on YouTube. I'm going to put their link in the description below. And also, uh, all major digital podcast platforms. So check these guys out if you want to get your daily dose of sports. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Alright, Sports Bag Bros. And thank you to you gentlemen. And, uh, yeah, I'm, dude, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Buzz House. Buzz House is a comedy that came out in 2011. And they have an all-star lineup, very talented actors and actresses. And it's a really fun b-movie to check out and the reason why i call it a b-movie is because i felt like the um the storyline especially at the end was rushed and it was just not very well uh written out you had characters in there that would could have been extremely funny and hilarious don't get me wrong a lot of it was very funny and he, you know, he would break the fourth wall and such like that. But sometimes he would have to break the fourth wall just to give exposition. So people would know what was going on, you know. Now, it, it started, you know, at the end and then they would go back and tell you how they got to that point. And certain parts of the movie just was totally funny. And other parts was like they could have kept it out. And I couldn't for the life of me initially figure out why I didn't like it. And I was initially, I thought I was getting, okay, okay, maybe the acting wasn't that good. Or maybe the, 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 um, the, the, uh, 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 not writing, uh, the acting wasn't that good. Or maybe the, 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 the film quality wasn't that good. And then when I went back and I looked at it again, I was like, no, the acting was great. You had Wesley Jonathan, Faison Love, uh, Linnell, you know, and and Bud Howard is Leslie Jonathan. He's the star of the movie. And then you had Faison Love as uh, Big Poopy. I'm not going to call him what they call him in a movie, so I'll call him Big Poopy. Poopy Pants, Big Poopy Pants. <laughs> and Linnell as Mary Jane Howard. And he had a love interest and a sister and everything. It was it was good. It it started out really well. But I think like sometime it leaned too much on their superstars. Like Faison Love, he was the cause of the movie, but he his part was like it was established at the very beginning. They didn't have to have it throughout the entirety of the movie. And I felt like that kind of took away from the other comedians in the, in the, in the movie. And it kind of took away from the, a storyline. Now, once you locked in that, okay, this dude is, you know, he, he, he's walking in natural disaster for toilet bowls. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I felt like, you know, after that was established, which it was established at the beginning, it didn't have to be a consistent thing throughout the entire um, show. And the, the bathroom standoff, uh, even though it was 
you know, funny. That didn't even need to be in there. And so, and the, the police takedown in the thing didn't have to be in there either. And so it was just like some things I was just like, you know, they had to put them in there some kind of how, but it, the way that they put them in there just didn't mesh well with the flow of the movie. <clears throat> and the other thing I didn't like is, uh, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, the other thing I didn't like is if, um, if you had, uh, you know, a accident in the thing and it fertilized these, you know, weed, weed is a, the circular point of the, of the movie. And, and now you got like super weed <laughs> and you and so they brought in two different gangsters, which wasn't a bad thing and, and such like that. And they brought in, you know, uh, the police officers. Now, I don't think the police officer needed to be brought in before that time so it was kind of like they introduced them and stuff like that and it was like how they put it in there and such now and there was more like if if you have two comedians in there and one is like over the top the other one's supposed to play it straight the other one's supposed to be like you know more serious that would make it more funny and so when you had uh uh one punch and his uh henchman who was a comedy relief, obviously the comedy relief, he was funny. So one punch should have played it more straight, you know, in, in the thing, in my opinion. And and so like that would have made it more funnier because, you know, and, and it just, it was just the little stuff like that, that I thought, you know, could have been better. And that would have, uh, circular wise, you know, that would have, you know, categorize it as a, better movie like friday as an example friday surrounds the aspects of smoking weed you know pretty much the same uh thing and i know they don't want to follow friday even though friday friday after next all of that came out way before uh bud's house did so they they could have you know they could have done better than what they did and i just was like oh man you know they there was a missed opportunity you had all of these talented actors and actresses and you did what with it you did what with it you know so when they had the opening and they established that the dude you know they glossed over his publishing thing and writing a comic book and all that they kind of gloss over that and then when they had into his friends to help him write it this friend was lackadaisical about it so it didn't really seem like it was something that he wanted to do anyway and so it was just like, okay. And then, you know, it was, it was good for a punchline, but not for a storyline because of the way that they, they presented it, the way that they handled it, you know, and then for them to come back and be like, okay, well, he did get the publishing deal from this person or that person. And I thought the ending was kind of crappy as well. And, and it was like, it was some stuff that I it felt like they threw it in there just, just, just because it didn't have to throw it in, throw it in there, you know? And what would have been funnier, because when they had a little segment, when it had the dude where I think the dude was happy, his name was happy and he's always angry. That was pretty funny. And he was always have a bad temper and everything. That was pretty funny. Now, what what could have been uh, funny as well is if he would, have, you know, have some people left over and then, you know, and, and do what he needed to do, whatever. 
but keep it, you know, it would have been comedy. And I'm just like, you know, and I, I was just looking at it and trying to see, like, what could have made this better than what it is. And honestly, um, it, was, it wasn't the talent. You had the talent. You had Wesley Jonathan. You had Faison Love. You had Linnell. You had, you know... A lot of a, a lot of these actors and actresses have a, a lot of talent, and they're they're really good, you know. So I'm just like, okay, so what what was done wrong? Where did they mess up at? And when I look back through it, and I look at it, and if you compare it to Friday, it was it was like in Friday as an example, Ice Cube character. Uh, I can't think of the dude name. I, I, Ice Cube character in Friday was serious. He was straight straight edge. Chris Tucker character was over the top. That was the prime example that they could have go with with uh, uh, One Punch and his henchmen. His henchmen was comedy. One Punch should have been more serious and should have been. They should have spent a little bit more time developing it and allowing it to be more serious so that the comedy relief could be funny. And it, it just felt like they were jumping all over the place. They couldn't settle on one thing. And, and it was just like, you know, and I, I tried to give them a benefit of the doubt. Like if I would have watched it back, back in the day, <laughs> if I would have watched it, you know, years ago, um, what would my opinion be? And in all honesty, I probably would have given it a pass. I probably would have because I like the idea of creating films and giving people an opportunity to get out there and act and show their talent and potentially get on to bigger and better things or, or other things or more things, you know? Um, and so I thought that would, that would be great, you know? So I would have give them a pass. And the reason why I'm not giving them a pass now, not just because it's 2023 <laughs> and I, I even try to give them a benefit of doubt when I talked about camera, camera quality, uh, uh, film quality dslr was pretty much just coming out at the time 2010 2012 2011 so they had the, the film quality film quality was immaculate that was good and so um it wasn't the camera quality it wasn't the lighting it was the it was the uh it was the writing and and the storyline it was like they were trying to put everything in there. It was, they was trying to make gumbo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, they just didn't do a good job in it. And and I was just like, you know, uh, it, it, I was disappointed, honestly, because you got too many talented people in this film for it to, I'm going to say flop, for it to not be as good as it could have been. And I looked at um, IMDb, most people like the movie overall. And so, yeah, there's, there's, you know, I give it a suspension of disbelief and everything like that. And, and I, I get it, but it was just certain things that was in there. And it was just like, why they could have taken a different route. And, and it still would have been just as funny. It still would have been just as good. Like when they had the rapid growth of the weed in the room, I was like, what was that for? You know, so they could give, uh, you know, uh, the happy gangster, uh, character, his, his weed, you know, and I'm just like, it, it just didn't pan out because he had it, but then towards the end, it was like, it, it didn't make, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any difference, you know? And so it was, it was just like silly. And so like, yeah, he took, uh, 
Big Happy's, uh, oh no, excuse me, not, not Big Happy, Happy's the other one, um, One Punch, and every time I say One Punch, I think of One Punch Man, <laughs> he had One Punch's um, um, uh, neighborhood or whatever locked in and, and such like that, I, I was like, okay, I get it, but... <clears throat> It didn't make sense. If he would have had just given them money, you know what I'm saying, that would have been just as good because it seemed like they made enough money for that and then some. And so it was just it was just the way that it was handled. I didn't think it was pretty good. And it was like, you know, uh, the, the only time that really showed one punch punching anybody is at right. Was it the second time when he was punching the dude and then when he punched the main character? And I was just like, okay, they should have dove a little bit deeper with him so they can have a little bit more comedy thing with that, you know? And the other thing they, they should have had is um uh is uh with the happy thing where they had a little segment and stuff. That was pretty funny. Now I don't know what their budget was and, and what their operating budget was or what the film budget was or whatever. I just it, it just felt like it could have been better, you know, and I'm not trying to crap on Marvin Watkins. It just, you know, I don't know what uh, the premise they gave him the right to. And I'm not, you know, so I'm not trying to talk bad about it. I just felt like it was bad storytelling. And it was like a comedy, but it was like over the top type where it was a bunch of everything hopping all over the place with inconsistencies inconsistencies that didn't have a solid storyline. And I'm like, so what's the storyline? If you're going to talk about like, you know, okay, he's trying to get a production deal or publishing deal for his comic book. And he's working on that and, and have, you know, if he's going to have his friends there and they're not going to help him, you know, it, it just seemed like they could have did it differently, you know, and have his friends come through, you know, and um, be a distraction to him. You know, so he's he's trying to focus. He's trying to do this. And so it's just like he submitted. He's he's finished. He submitted all this publishing stuff. And so it's just like it was a lot of stuff that was left up to conjecture and it was glossed over. And then they went back at the end to try to stitch it all together. That's what it seemed like to me. Like it was like at the beginning, it was a flow. And they were talking about, oh, you're going to this party, you're going to that party. You didn't, you could have, if you wanted to put through anything in there, instead of having a uh, big poopy, I'm not going to call him what they call him in the show. I'm calling him big poopy. Instead of having big poopy to clear out the, uh, the thing, have the, have the police come in there and be like, yo, y'all disturbing the peace and just, just harass everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know that that's not what's going to what happen in real life, but that would be funny, you know? <laughs> And and that would get them to the next phase, and it was it was just like, I don't know, maybe I'm 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 uh, I'm expecting too much, and maybe I I'm I'm looking at it from one particular angle angle or point of view, and that's very possible, but I just believe that this it could have really been better. Y'all let me know in the comments below what y'all think. Am I wrong? Did is Buzz House did Buzz House could could have been better, or was that the best it could do? You know, now and when you have a movie surrounding in the, the uh, conversation of weed, like such as Friday, and maybe I'm comparing it to Friday and maybe they didn't have the same budget. 
maybe they didn't have the same uh, uh, backing as Friday did, you know. And if that's the case, then okay, I get it. But at the same time, it's like you have all of these talent, talented actors and actresses. So it wasn't the performance. The performances was on point. But I'm sorry, uh, Big Poopy didn't have to be in every single scene. Now, he could have been, but he didn't have to be like, you know what I'm saying? It just it just was like, you know, it took away from the storyline. You could have shaved his part down some. Maybe you couldn't because maybe he was, you know, it's his, <laughs> it's his show. But I'm saying maybe... He could have. Big Poopy didn't have to be in there, you know. And um, Bud Howard, it should have talked more about his publishing, what he's trying to do, a publishing deal. You know, at least they, they, they glossed over it so much. And I can't harp on it so much because it's just like they glossed over it so much that it was just like they, it was mentioned in the first segment and then it was mentioned at the end. And then he get this deal. And then it was like, what was the part? Was they just trying to do filler when they threw the, the uh, $500 from the president thing in there? Was that just filler? What was that? That didn't even need to be in there. It was like, that was, that was so, you could have u- utilized more storytelling space for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, but I don't know what they were dealing with behind the scenes. And so that's why I give them the benefit of doubt to that point. Because I don't know what happened with them behind the scenes. Cause I know things could happen behind the scenes that we may never know about that may have changed the course of the, of the film, you know, whether it's the, uh, uh, running out of money or whether it's, you know, getting along with people behind the scenes or, or, you know, it could be anything, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what it was behind the scene that caused uh, all the issues, but what I do know <clears throat> Is that in certain aspects of stuff, it was just it was just silly. It wasn't comedy. It was silly. Like some of it was like it, it, they were jumping from genre to genre, and that's fine. But you got to weave it in, you know, so it works. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys are comedians. Y'all know this. Y'all do this for a living. Y'all, y'all should be able to do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, and, I, and I'm I'm not trying to crap on any of them i'm giving them their props and i'm just saying it was it was the way that it was the final cut that came out and was presented to the the public the audience you know us me i didn't like it i think that it could have been better you know and it it just it wasn't it wasn't good it really wasn't good but i do commend them on completing something you know uh, the rating right now, I'm looking at their rating is is about a 3.6 out of 10. So, and 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 so uh, out of 478 vo- votes. I when I first looked at it, I thought it was two, two, <laughs> 2.6 out of 10, but it's 3.6 out of 10. You know. Now I, I I commend all of the actors and actresses that was in the movie. I think that they done a really good job. I think that his love interest was cool. I think they should have played more into that, if anything else. I mean, it was just so much stuff that they could have, they could have go into and do. I was just like, man, they missed the opportunity there. So <sighs> I'm gonna stop harping on it because I just I don't like giving a a, a bad review on any movie or show. I don't, I'm not, and I don't even consider this a bad review. I just would consider this as they could have done better and given them the, 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 the leeway of it was 
2011. It's now 2023, so my expectation probably a higher. And I, you you got so many different talented uh, actors and actresses on there and in this show that that are they did a good job in the show. Like Faison Love, he did a good job. Now, but it was too much of him in there. Uh, um, Bud Howard. Uh, Wesley Jonathan, he's a, he's a star of the show. He did pretty good, you know, but it was certain parts in there where you could tell he had to break the fourth wall. Now, sometimes you break the fourth wall and it's, it's hilarious. Like when, uh, uh, what was the dude named uh, Bob Hope? When Bob Hope used to do it or, or, or Deadpool, you know, it's funny, you know what I'm saying? But he had to break the fourth wall just to give exposition so that so that people can know what the heck is going on. And that's bad because... If you're watching a movie and you still don't know what's going on and everything literally have to be explained after the, 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 the supposedly you rewind time because you start at the end and you rewind time and you're supposed to tell everybody how you got there and you got to do exposition throughout the course of the thing, not somebody else, you know, that you're explaining it to somebody else to make it, you know, put it within the auspice of the movie, which people do and which is okay. But you have to do break the fourth wall to tell the audience who's watching the show <laughs> what's going on. Because we literally been watching from the beginning and still lost as we were when we first started. That's not good. <laughs> but um I don't I'm not knocking on breaking the fourth wall. I thought that could have that was pretty cool. It's just it was just certain items in that uh that they didn't should not have to do just so they can explain what's going on so everybody that's watching it won't be confused. And when they brought in these different characters and when they called this dude One Punch and stuff like that, they should have, you know, if you want to do comedy, let's show this dude like he was like One Punch, you know what I'm saying? Like One Punch, knocking people out One Punch, you know what I'm saying? That would have been, that would have been hilarious. You know, and and this was 2011. I don't know when One Punch Man came out, but... <laughs> But I thought it would have it would have been good. MyFitWatch.net. You see me say it so much time, so many times. Um, it's my online store. Uh, you, you can find uh, Team Firehawk supplements there. I use it. Uh, multivitamin. Um, you can find uh, all the merch there. You know what I'm saying? Got to get the merch. And uh, you can also find... Um, all kind of items and stuff there that that you know just will support the uh, the stream, the company, the, the whole night, the movement, every everything you know. So it's just a pleasure and an honor to be able to present to you myfootwatch.net. Okay, so thank you so much for your support. All right.